This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Tonight we're going to call this the ultimate seed. Amen. Our reading will be from the 26th verse to 29. It says, God said, let us, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, make mankind in our image, after our likeness, and let them have complete authority over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, the tame beasts, and over all the earth. Everyone say, over all the earth complete authority over all the earth. So God created man in his own image, and in the image and likeness of God, he created him male and female. He created them. And God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful, multiply, and fill the earth, and subdue it using all its vast resources in the service of God and man, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and over every living creature that moves upon the earth. And God said, See, I have given you every plant yielding seed that is on the face of, the, of all the land and in its fruit, and you shall have them for food. Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you that we can praise you and worship you in spirit and truth. And we thank you, Lord, uh, as we continue in your word, we pray that we would know even more truth, that we'd see you more clearly and more accurately, that we might be to the praise of your glory. And if you can agree, say amen. Amen. All right, the ultimate seed. Now, the original, we've seen the parallel, and it's important that we do, and that that this, uh, and that this parallel is uh, at the forefront Uh, of the renewing of our mind, that the original created man and the new creation man, the first Adam and the last Adam, the first Adam uh, named Adam, and then the Bible speaks about the last Adam in Jesus, that both were made and created by God and blessed by God. Empowered, the the word blessed means empowered to prosper, with God-given authority and ability. Authority and ability. The original creation here in Genesis, we saw where God declared to them, let them have complete authority over all the earth, and that meant all life on earth. And he delineated that down in the fish of the sea, the birds of the uh, air, the tame animals, the wild animals. And he said over all the earth, uh, basically every all happening uh, on the earth. Now let's, I want you to see some things uh, in this because we see this original creation again reflected in the new creation in the uh, John 17. This is Jesus' prayer and it is, it is his uh, finishing prayer. Uh, it was the uh, the last prayer that he prayed over 
uh, his work with the disciples over their lives. And there are many important aspects to this. But I want to look at just a couple here tonight. Really focus on one. In the Amplified uh, Bible, it, it says this. I'll read from verse 1. It says, When Jesus had spoken these things, he got done talking with them, now he's talking to God, uh, his Father. It says, He lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify and exalt and honor and magnify your Son so that your Son may glorify and extol and honor and magnify you. Now what is that? That's a, that is an expression of the blessing. See, we're blessed to be a blessing. Let me help you where prosperity is concerned. Where, where God really, uh, where, we can, where, where, where we can really walk uh, in God's purpose uh, for our life and, and begin to see that manifested in very tangible terms. Prosperity in tangible terms. Right, manifesting here uh, on the earth, both uh, in, in the, the earth's vast resources. You know, mediums of exchange in the earth uh, are um, uh, in, in tangible terms where wealth is concerned would be uh, money and material goods. By what? Authority and ability. Hmm? All of those movements in the earth of those things are by authority and ability. Well, those fall under the, the, the blessing. The earth and the fullness thereof is the Lord's, the Bible says. Amen. Now here in this, uh, what Jesus is, is saying this, he said, uh, he said my, my purpose, he said, I understand your purpose for my life is for my life to reflect yours. Isn't that what he said? He said, the time has come for you to magnify and glorify and honor your own name uh, by honoring me because, I'm a, because my purpose is to honor your name. It's to reflect your character and your nature. It's to, it's to be blessed most certainly, but the purpose of that is to be a blessing both to you and to man. Amen. Can you see that? All right, now it says just, and it goes on to say, Jesus said this, just as you have granted him... Just as you, Father, have granted him, the Son, power and authority. Now, notice the separation there. It would be ability and authority over all flesh, over all humankind. Well, that would mean, that would mean, uh, now is it, that's a powerful statement here. That's a mega statement. It said, you have given the Son power and authority over all flesh or all uh, humankind. Over life on this planet and all of the... Uh, because if you take away man, not much moves do it. I mean, this whole thing was about man. You take away the people, it's just a wild, crazy thing. Isn't that right? But man was given any, uh, uh, any life on this planet that, that has uh, order to it is because man brings order. Under God's order. Under his, 
power and authority, whether that's spiritually or naturally, by exercising and reflecting the gifts and talents and abilities that he's given us. Ability, but also authority. All right, it says, Now you have given him authority over all flesh, all humankind. Now glorify him. Now it says, So that he may give eternal life to all whom you have given him. That he might give. And he said, The reason why you gave me power and authority over all humankind the, the results that you're after and the purpose of that is so that I might give eternal life. Now what was lost uh, in the uh, garden with the first Adam? Eternal life with God. The God kind of life. All right. Hold on just a minute. Let, he goes on to define it just a little bit more. He do, defines the eternal life that he's talking about. He says, and this is the eternal, this is eternal life. It means to know, to perceive, to recognize, to become acquainted with and understand you, the only true and real God, and likewise to know him, Jesus, as the Christ, the anointed one, the Messiah, whom you have sent. When uh, Adam uh, disobeyed God, and then he hid himself. His, the immediate results of that, he hid himself from God because when he, when he had the life of God, living in the glory of God, are you listening? He wasn't afraid of God. He had absolute trust and complete confidence, relied upon God, depended upon God, his whole being. He didn't know nothing but God. And he, are, are you listening? But the mo he lost that. He lost it. The light in his spirit went out. He's a dead spirit now. And reasoning moved in from the, you know, death. The devil lied to him. Now he's believing the lie, not the truth. Come on now. Can you see that? All right, now, here's what he said. Jesus said, uh, he said, now glorify uh, uh, me. Now, that included the cross, raising him from the dead, declaring him to be the... His purpose was, you know, remember Jesus said when, when uh, 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 Peter told him, he was telling him very directly, he said, I'm, the Son of Man's going to have to die mm -hmm. and then be raised from yeah. the dead. And they just couldn't reason that out. They said, now listen, now that, this dying business now, you know. And he said, you're not minding the things that are of God. He said, this, this is the reason why I came. This is the very purpose of why I came. See? Was to die so you could live. So that we could, I could get back what was lost. All right? Now, can you see, can you see those things? All right? It says, uh, we could say this, so that he, the son, may give eternal life, and, and, it, and it's, it would be, both of these reflect the parallel, both original creation life and new creation life. The original creation life restored in the new creation to all whom you have given him. I'm going to read this out of the message. It's a, a, another powerful. way of, it'll shed some light on it for it. It says, Jesus said these things, 17, 1 through, 
Then raising his eyes in prayer, he said, Father, it's time. Display the bright splendor of your son so your son in turn may show your bright splendor. Well, I, I wish that, that I could just pour this revelation into you. Uh, Sandy and I uh, uh, did a little bit of traveling uh, today, grocery traveling, and uh, I told her, I said, you know, I said, Sam, we're finally at a place in life where where everything, everything that I want as far as that you would consider uh, a blessing, you know, but I want more of the blessing uh, displayed in my life, through my life. For, now listen, it's directly tied with a, a, that want to is directly tied and springs forth out of the want to, I want to glorify God. I want people to see a good God, a great God. I want to be a blessing. I want, I want to be blessed so that people can... Are you listening? So that people can see that. So that, that that's the first blood. That's just what Jesus is saying. He goes, he goes, display your splendor in your son. Now this is a son talking here. This is a... This is, this is our model and the example of how a son or daughter of God is supposed to pray. He left this, recorded this for us. That we are supposed to have that same heart and that same, take on that same purpose and not be ashamed to be called his brother or sis, his brethren or sister. Not be ashamed that Jesus is our Lord and Master. Are you listening? And that we are, and that we are, the Jesus said it's enough to be equal with him. Now, as a joint heir, we absolutely are. Now, nobody is going to take Jesus' place just like nobody can take your place. He's unique in itself. However, he still is the first of many. And he came to say, I came to show you the Father, but also I came to show you the Father through a son's perspective and a son's position and a son's a relationship. This is how it's done. This is what God had wanted all along. This is what Adam was supposed to do. And this is what you are supposed to do. No wonder he said greater works shall you do. Why? Because he was going, to, going back to the Father. He says that right here. He goes, I'm leaving, but they're staying here. And now they are going to take charge because I'm going to give it all back to them and they're going to do it right this time. My Lord Jesus. We're going to, we're going to have what your heart wanted all along, a family. Glory be to God. And, and your family, I mean just like God, just like Jesus. My, 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 my. Now listen. It says that they know you, that they know you. This is eternal life, that they know you. Amen. Not that we learned of him uh, through reasoning and through the, sen the, the physical senses of this uh, world and that we're taught by men. Are you listening? At that level, in the reasoning level. Well, I think God is like, honey, that they know you. I want them to know you. 
That's why I'm going to build my church on the knowing factor. Everyone say the knowing factor. That man didn't teach you this, but my Father revealed. The church is going to be built on a knowing that comes by, re- by a revealing from the Father. Hmm? I'll tell you today, you're not ever going to look at the Word of God the same. You got any kind of good sense whatsoever in your life. Praise the Lord. Church in a little Bible study. No, 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 honey. Church is, is, is no, it, it, it compares with absolutely nothing else. Because God is to be known. The church that Jesus is building is the, is the church where God is revealing Himself. And, when, and remember, when you see Him, you'll see you in Him. Because you're like Him. You're created. You're newly created to be like Him. <clears throat> that they know you. Verse number 8 is an interesting thing in the... Uh, in the uh, how, now, how did He do that? How, how did Jesus go about that? In John 17, verse 8, listen to this statement. He says, uh, now they, well, 7, Now they have known that all things whatsoever thou hast given me are of thee, or are of you. Let me, say, let me read in the Amplified. It says, Now at last they know and understand that all you have given me belongs to you, is really and truly yours. For the uttered words that you gave me, I have given them. And they have received and accepted them and have come to know positively and reality to believe with absolute assurance that I came forth from your presence and they have believed and are convinced that you did send me. Those are all pretty powerful knowing words, aren't they? Well, where did they come from? Where did that knowing come from? Jesus said, I have, I have given them what you gave me. I gave you the word. I gave them the words that you gave me. And out of that, uh, they are, uh, there came, out of receiving and accepting them, they have come to know positively and in reality, to believe with absolute assurance. I would call that knowing. That's some kind of knowing right there. I mean, Jesus himself's putting a pretty powerful emphasis on that. Amen. So where does knowing... Uh, uh, God and uh, in this fashion and this form come from Jesus giving uh, us the words that God gave him well do we have a copy of Jesus words amen where did those words come alive at well uh, yeah but uh, let me rephrase the question oh uh, how did Jesus give these men these words? He taught them. He, 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 uttered, he spoke words to them. He explained words to them. And he exampled and demonstrated those words to them. Yeah. They just didn't sit in the class. I mean, while he, when he preached the word, then he, the, he demonstrated the word. And signs and wonders... And, that God confirmed that word in Jesus. 
and through Jesus. Isn't that right? How does Jesus do that today? See, same exact way. Jesus tells us and Jesus shows us. Now that's what church should be, is telling and showing. That's how we learn best. And God confirmed. We shouldn't have any less expectation of the word that is preached or taught today that the Lord will confirm that word with signs and wonders, a demonstration of that. Are you listening? So that we can know with an absolute, re, uh, when we believe and receive them, accept them as words that came from God. Amen. As Jesus' own words, well, can we believe and accept these, receive these words that are recorded here? Uh, as words from Jesus. The words I'm preaching to you right now, out of these words are confirmed by the Holy Spirit witness, the witness of the truth of that in our hearts. That's the first place. Amen. And that's, and that's important because let's look at some things here. Let's, let's look at this. He says, For I have given them your words, for the other words that you gave me I have given them. That is a huge and a massive statement. We need to look at that in depth uh, because it's tied back to the power of the seed. Let's go to Matthew 13th chapter. I'll turn back a few pages in your Bible. Matthew 13. And I'm going to take a little bit of time and read some scriptures here. It says, That same day Jesus went out of the house and was sitting beside the sea, but such great crowds gathered, verse 1, about him, that he got into a boat and remained sitting there while all the throng stood on the shore. And he told them many things in parables, stories by way of illustration and comparison, saying, A sower went out to sow, and as he sowed some seed, other seeds, other seeds, and other seeds. Uh, for the sake of time, we're going through. The sower went out, sow seeds. It says, he who has ears to hear, can, uh, you know, the, the seed, sowing the seed is the main subject of this parable. The point of this parable is seed. is so that people can see the seed. Jesus is wanting to get across his point, see the seed. All right? Now, of course, they, they understood seed in a much more practical way than we do because if they wanted carrots, they had grown from seed. They couldn't go to Walmart and somebody else grow them. So it, 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 it processed a little differently for them. Their life was directly tied to what they did or didn't do with seed. We're a little, we're removed from that. I was standing in line at Walmart uh, um, today and there was a, a gentleman uh, in front of me. And, you know, I couldn't help but notice him. I mean, he had a grocery cart full. The whole table was full and all of it was in a box. All that, everything he was going to eat was coming out of a box. Amen. Now, uh, I only said that to illustrate this point. Uh, you know, uh, <clears throat> it was probably, it's, I, I qualify that as processed food. That's about as far 
food in a box, honey, that somebody else has made, you pop in the microwave, is as far from seed as you're ever going to get. Now, now listen now. What, listen, listen, seriously. Seriously, even in the natural, that kind of stuff ain't the best. But even when you apply that in a different dimension, we have been so far divided and distanced from how things actually happen. All right? That when we hear something like this, oh, yes, yeah, seed, and we don't have the right mentality. We're not hearing it with the right mentality with the right mentality or mindset because we don't... Our lives are not directly connected to us sowing seed and eating the results of that seed. What we do or don't do with the seed, there's no direct connection. We've been removed from that. Now listen, and the space that's in between, we've been deceived in that to the thing that we just think, you know, hey, we'll just go up to... You know, the church, the spiritual Walmart, and, you know, something will, you know, it'll, it, it, the meal will be all prepared for us. Are you listening? I'm going to take my little box home. Well, pastor said so-and-so, and I'm going to go home and stick it in the instant microwave of my life. And shazam! The good life, the good stuff. I'm going to make this statement one more time. How we have been so far distanced from, from being tied directly to the seed or, listen, our sowing and growing and reaping. That when we hear something like this, we hear it with, with uh, we, we, we have a filter. No wonder Jesus said, now, if you've got ears, you need to be listening to what I'm saying. One translation said, pay attention to this. He said, you need to pay attention to this. All right, now, it, verse 9, He who has ears to hear, let him be listening and let him consider and perceive and comprehend by hearing. Then the disciples came to him and said, why do you, why are you, talk, why are you speaking to them in parables? And he replied, To you it has been given to know the secrets and mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been given. For whoever has spiritual knowledge, now here's an interesting phrase, whoever has spiritual knowledge. So he's asking us to, to take from the natural order of things and natural knowledge, all right, to derive spiritual knowledge from that. That there is a parallel. Now, didn't doesn't the Bible teach us? It says all of nature, all of creation, testifies or shows us there is a God, and it shows us the glory of God. The glory of God is who He is, what He does, what He has, how He is. Can you see that? Remember, God set the original man, and He set Jesus, uh, and you're set in. Jesus prayed specifically in John 17. He said, now, I'm leaving this world, but they're not. They're staying. They're staying. 
Now why? Because that was God's original plan all along. That man would, would, uh, would, would reflect heaven on the earth. Man was given authority and ability in the earth to reproduce heaven under God. My goodness sakes. All right. There is a, with God, uh, <laughs> with God it's not two separate things. It's always been just one thing. The kingdom of God. Amen. Let me back up just a little bit because we need more evidence. We, we, we've got to have some, some you know, uh, some foundation here. Just take Jesus' prayer in another place, for example. He said, they said, teach us to pray. And he said, well, pray this way. Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come and your will be done only in heaven. As soon as we get there, we'll know all about it. We're just waiting for the day. Please, Jesus, rapture us now. He said, pray you'll get out of here. No, he said, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on the earth. Now, now listen, but don't forget the most important part, as it is in heaven. Now, what are we going to do with these kinds of scriptures? They have to... They, we, in this light, they have to show us God's plan all along. Are you listening? And Jesus came to, to bring that to the forefront. He said the original creation was lost, but I'm the new creation. And he was. We'll see that as well. Uh, the firstborn, the Bible says. Born of God. You have to be born again of God. We're born first time now because of Adam of the devil. Ah, oh, now, now don't get religious. That's what they did. Oh, hey, hey. <laughs> Calling God your father. He said, well, you're of your father, the devil. Yeah. Ah. See? <laughs> we're, we're, Abraham's our father. He said, Abraham ain't your daddy. The devil, your daddy. And you're acting just like him. Because Abraham never acted like this. He saw me and rejoiced at my dad. Oh, come on now. He said, you're mad at me because I call God my father. He's supposed to be your father. You're missing the whole point. You, didn't, you skipped over. Adam, are you hearing? My goodness. Jesus came to bring us back into right relationship with God. And this is what right relationship with God looks like. You put him in charge of everything. You put man in charge of everything. So that, so that everything here would look just like it looks there. Starting with us. You call yourself God. Jesus said... Isn't it written in your scripture? He called us gods. Little G. Didn't you read in the scripture? You're just like God. 
and, <laughs> and you have God's ability and God's authority and God turned you loose to be like him in the earth, to be God here. Didn't God, didn't God say to uh, uh, Moses, he said, I'm going to tell you right now, he said, I'm going to make you like God to Pharaoh. Lord, have mercy. Thank God for reading through your Bible. Ain't none of that in my notes, but it's in my heart. You can't read the Word of God anymore with ju ju just a casual glance that this thing is just like some literary book that you've got to try to figure out and think, you know, you know and meditate on the Word. Most people that say that, they have no idea, you know, what that uh, is. They're going to think it through every which way but loose, and they're down in the reasoning area. Mutter what that means. Now pray that I interpret what I just said. Lord, show me glorious and wonderful things out of your word. I'm praying about this. Amen. I want to know what this means. I want it revealed to me. I want to really know you. I got to see you in there. So I can see me in there. Are you getting anything out of this? My God, I'm almost out of time. We ain't even got down to where we need to go. Anyhow, he says, For whoever has spiritual knowledge, to him will more be given, and he will be furnished richly. Oh, man, I'm claiming that for myself. See, see, these people that he's talking to right there, he was talking to two groups of, of people. He was talking to people that were God alert and God aware. They were not yet God alive, but because they were God alert and God aware, are you listening? Spiritual knowledge was being given to them. They had some spiritual knowledge. There's a God. And I'm answering something deep on the inside of me. I need to know Him. I want to know Him. I'm made to know Him so I can be a reflection of Come on, whether you can explain it or not, but there's a, there is an alertness and an awareness. There is a God. And then the other group's like, you know, yeah, there's a God, you know, I mean, yeah, you know. Look, the ants, God, the trees, God, the cows, God. We're all God. And hadn't got a clue. Hear it, but don't hear it. Listen, listen, he said, to him that has spiritual knowledge is awake, yes. is alert, mm -hmm. is active towards God, yeah. is aware of God. He says, God is attracted to that. You're coming awake spiritually. And he said, I'm going to furnish you richly. How much you want, honey? How much you really want to know me? Oh, my. I'm going to... Listen, I, I, I found out that, that poverty, uh, I mean, the, the base bedrock of poverty is ignorance of God. We partake of His, of His nature. Are you listening? Of who He actually is. And all that he is, what he does, what he has, we partake of that. The Bible says, through this exceedingly great and precious promises. I'll guarantee you there's a whole lot of folk 
sit in churches. Are you listening? That it's not precious promises at all. Amen. Oh, oh, my Lord. The fried squash is calling me. You better hang up on that kind of stuff. And do and get hungry for some real food. My goodness. Anyhow. He will be furnished richly so that he will have abundance. Abundance. I want to I wanna know God abundantly. Abundant. This is the abundant life. The real life is the abundant life. Amen. Where? Only in heaven? Here and now. How does that happen? By knowing God. How does that? That there is this, there is this ongoing knowing of God. Knowing God more. Knowing God better. Hmm? Amen. All right. Lord, 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 Lord. But from him who has not, even what he has will be taken away. This is the reason that I speak to them in parables, because having the power of seeing, they have the authority. And they have the ability, because this is a whosoever will. All they have to do is say, I will know God. I will to know Him. I want to know Him. The devil can't stop that. Not a choice, not a decision. Hmm? Believing is a decision, it's a choice. All right. Having the power of seeing, they do not see. And having the power of hearing, they do not hear, nor do they grasp and understand. In them indeed is the process of fulfillment of the prophecy of Isaiah, which says, you shall indeed hear and hear, but never grasp and understand. And you shall indeed look and look, but never see and perceive. For this nation's heart has grown gross, fat and dull, and their ears heavy and difficult of hearing, and their eyes they have tightly closed, lest they see and perceive with their eyes and hear and comprehend the sense with their ears and grasp and understand with their heart and turn, and I should heal them. But blessed, happy, fortunate, and to be envied are your eyes because they do see and your ears because they do hear. Truly, I tell you, many prophets and righteous men who were upright and right standing with God, yearned to see what you see and did not see it, and to hear what you hear and did not hear it. Now listen, he goes, so, listen then. I've laid the foundation. Now you listen. Because I'm going to unlock this for you. Listen then to the meaning of the parable of the sower. While anyone is hearing the word of the kingdom and does not grasp and comprehend it, the evil one comes. He makes, now, now, now let's flip this. Here we have the sower is sowing the seed that the explanation says, that the explanation that he gives is he calls that seed the word of the kingdom. Say this when we say the word of the kingdom. The word of the kingdom. Say the seed of the kingdom. The seed of the kingdom. Say the seed of the kingdom. Is the, is the word of the kingdom. We have to see the seed. We have to see the ultimate seed as being the word. Jesus 
Uh, let's turn over to uh, uh, Mark, the fourth chapter. Same teaching, different recording. That same thing, they came and asked him what's going on, and, and uh, he quoted the same scripture, Isaiah 6, 9. In verse 13 of 4, it says, And he said to them, Do you not discern and understand this parable? How then is it possible for you to discern and understand all the parables? Now, what, were these, what was the subject of these parables? Uh, yeah, we want to see the seed, but in a broader sense, what's he saying? The kingdom. The dominion. Remember? The end of the blessing is you have dominion in the earth. You have the kingdom. You have the king's domain in the earth. This is how you're supposed to pray. Oh, great king, your domain that's in heaven be here on the earth exactly as it is in heaven. Are you seeing that? Amen. Amen. The seed of the kingdom. This is, the, this is what he's explaining. He goes, what will we liken the kingdom of God to? It's like a sower who goes out and sows seed. And then he says that seed is the word of the kingdom. Here in Mark 4 chapter, he says, so or so, the explanation is more direct. Or, or Mark just took it that way. Yeah. Well, Are you listening? It's the same exact statement yeah. of the same exact uh, thing. But one, it, it sheds a little different light on it. And he says the sower that was sowing the seed, Jesus' explanation was this. He said, no, the sower sowing the word. Not just any word. The Word. The Word. Can you give me two more minutes? Um, back in... Uh, and then we'll close with this. I'm not going to be able to explain it, but there's a... Oh, Lord, have the mercy. Because this is how it all works. Both in heaven and earth. This is how heaven is... This is how heaven comes and how it is done in the earth. The same as it is in heaven. See, now, see, the mindset is, you know, well, when I get to heaven, I mean, if God, you know, if I get in front of God, get in His presence, His power, heal me. I'll just automatically be healed. I can't, death won't, no, no form of death or destruction or, or bondage, any of that kind of stuff. I mean... In, 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 when I'm directly in God's presence, there's no devil. Devil ain't going to be in heaven. But you've heard it tough for you. Even the, even the kiddie pool uh, people believe this. Well, when I get to heaven, I'm going to be brand new. They got their faith set on that. Why? Because that's true. The mistake is those that we don't expect it to be here like it is there. Now you entered into eternal life here. Just like it's supposed to be there. Oh, Lord, I ain't got no time to preach about that. Not, not neither, but I need to show you this. Oh, my, my, my. All right, God said, he said, now listen. He said, I need you to see the seed. 
Uh, where did the seed come from? Well, God gave it. God gave him the seed. And, he's, and, he's, and he is, he's, he's talking about natural seed, plants, all the plants, all that. He said, I, I've given you everything you need. I put it in seed form in these natural things. But where did the natural seed come from? Where did those plants uh, bearing uh, seed and the trees bearing seed from? If you go over here in verse 11, it says, And God said, Let the earth put forth tender vegetation, plants yielding seed and fruit trees, yielding fruit whose seed is in itself, each according to its kind upon the earth. And it was so. So God... Word was the seed, was the spiritual seed that produced all the natural seed. It even created the natural man. Oh, wait a minute now. The spiritual man. Oh, wait a minute, man. The natural man, the spiritual man, and the natural man were created when God said, let us make man. And it was God's seed in there. But the Word, the spiritual... The Bible says your old life, First Peter, we read it last week, said your first life, your new life is nothing like your old life because okay. your old life, you, you came into being uh, through man's natural sperm. But he, said, but he said, but your new life, you were born again, not of natural uh, seed. He said, but by the Word of God. How did Jesus get here? God spoke him into existence. God said, you are going to have a baby. And she said, how's this going to be? There's no a natural. I have not known a natural man. He goes, the Holy Spirit is going to come upon you and fulfill what I'm saying to you. You are going to bring forth a child. Because it's written back there that a virgin shall, come on now, conceive. And the same angel said it's impossible because this is an incorruptible seed. I'm preaching now. I can't stop. Now listen. He said it's impossible that the scriptures, he said they have the power within themselves. The life is in the seed, honey. It will come to pass. Believe it and accept it. What did she say? She said, let it be unto me according to Oh, my goodness sakes alive that we should be so blessed to see a thing and hear a thing from God. You know why? Hallelujah. He is determined to bless you because you said, God, I want to be a blessing. God, I want to magnify you. I want to prosper. That the, that the Lord would be magnified. Let my life shout continually. Every breath I blow, every, every heartbeat, everything I do, show the glory of God, the splendor of God. You want to see God look at me? I am reflecting Him. This is how He does it. This is what blessed looks like. This is what God wants done in the earth. Hallelujah. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's Word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.